0: going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with crunch.
1: Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production with your hosts, Badass Bob, Momentous Mark, and Warm-Hearted Wade. This week, the Ministers of Manliness pontify on the pitiful process of the trials and tribulations of the turbulent teen. Yes, it's time for Young and Stupid. Please prepare thy platitudes and enjoy the
0: show. Hello, and welcome to Distractable. My name is Bob, and I'm always this enthusiastic. Don't question it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm the host for today on this podcast, where we talk about whatever dumb shit comes to mind. Every episode, we stray a little further from any actual form of structure and wander off into the void of whatever random nonsense we decide to talk about. And by we, I mean myself, as well as my co-hosts, Mark and Wade. Uh huh. Hi. Hello, hello. How are you fellows doing?
1: I'm good. Good. my monitor's broken I just woke up and uh life is great sounds good I'm pretty good yeah Allen allergies but you know Allen allergies. Tell Alan to get out. I had a major life restructuring revelation Uh-oh. recently, but we don't have to talk about that right now. I,
0: I mean, I'm a little interested, but
2: if you don't want to talk about that on no, a no, no, it's, forum. It's, no, you want to you want to hear this one. It's it's something I want to talk about. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Not that I already know it, but if I did, I would know. You want to know it?
1: Yeah. So it all started with me eating a cup of blueberries, right? So, ever since I was a child, I have swallowed food whole. I've made it a challenge to myself to see what kinds of foods I could swallow whole. When I was a kid, I would eat mini Chef Boyardee raviolis, and I got up to three mini raviolis before the pain in my throat became too much.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I thought that I was going to, like, rupture my esophagus. Now that I'm older and I'm an adult, I could probably handle, like, five or six, but... This is kind of spilled over into the rest of my life, where every single food that I've eaten, I have not chewed properly. And I came to this realization because I was eating a cup of blueberries, and I was reading up on some stuff about eating, and you know, like, you should savor your food, and you should really enjoy it, especially if you're, like, trying to eat healthier, stuff like that. So I ate this cup of blueberries, and it blew my mind. Like, I chewed, for the first time, for a long time... I really savored the flavor. I tried to think about what I was eating, and I was trying to like taste every morsel of this blueberry. And it was the most incredible blueberry I've ever had in my life. It was so sweet. The the flavor was like lightning bolts
0: up into my brain. It was like zap, it was oh, that's like so ratatouille animation. Exactly, happening all that's in exactly your skull. what it
1: is. I quoted Wade about this. I quoted Amy about this. I quoted everyone. It it's exactly like ratatouille when all the little beams of flavor started emerging into jazz in your mind. And I was like, wow, that was a fantastic blueberry. That was a great cup of blueberries. One. Like
0: one, oh, okay, one cup. Uh, yeah,
1: one cup of blueberries, Hey, one cup. And then I had a little bit, I was doing some work until lunch and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go out and get some Chipotle. And I love Chipotle, I know I love Chipotle. I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna really savor the flavor. I'm gonna think about what I'm eating. I'm gonna really taste every ingredient because I know I like those ingredients individually. I'm gonna love this burrito. I'm gonna have a great time. And so I went to Chipotle and I walked out with a burrito and I was really trying to savor the flavor. I took one bite and I was like, "Mm, I'm really gonna chew this. And 30 seconds later, I came to the conclusion that it tasted like cardboard. And I was like, okay, maybe I just got some of the tortilla. Maybe the tortilla wasn't so good today and that can happen, you know, whatever, whatever. I kept chewing and every bite I did not like the burrito. I got a third of the way into the burrito, and I stopped eating because I did not like what I was putting in my mouth. And this is the realization that I've had, that at no point in my life, throughout my history of eating, have I really tasted what I was eating.
0: This episode of Distractible is sponsored by Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sponsored by, it. sorry, Chipotle. No, no, no. Sorry, no. dude. Uh, that's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. Like not in a judgy way, but like I know exactly what you're talking about. And yeah. sometimes I get food and I'm just like, <sighs> and I inhale the entire meal in two seconds. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like mm-hmm. what you're saying, I've experienced many times. That's like the best thing when you take a bite of something and you're just like, oh, yeah, all these flavor. Yeah. Ooh. No. Oh, it like hits different. You know, you take another bite or something. I I
1: am like... Mark learned how to taste. I'm currently... Exactly. No, I'm not lying. I'm learning how to taste because as I said in my childhood, I swallowed everything whole and I realized that in every part of my life, in every food that I eat, in every weird quirk I have with food, it's because I'm trying to get an intense hit of flavor before it goes down my gullet. The reason I dip cheese in hot sauce, which is a thing I do. If you're listening to this podcast and you didn't know that. I've seen it. I do that. I've seen it. Cheese and salami and hot sauce, and it's not because I think it makes the cheese or salami better, or maybe I did. It's because there's no time for the flavor of the cheese to hit my mouth before I swallow it. And I realize this because I ate cheese by itself. Cheddar was okay. I didn't like it as much, but I actually chewed it, and I did not eat a whole block of cheese by myself because it turns out Three slices was enough. And then like I ate I ate Swiss. And I was like, I love Swiss. I love Swiss cheese. Tasted like ass in my mouth. I hated it. And I couldn't believe
0: I hated it. I will say, you gotta get good Swiss. This was baby Swiss from Trader Joe's. Well, but it can be it can be waxy. You're right, it can yeah. have kind of a sourness right. to it. It was yeah, it was waxy and sour. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get the right kind. But yeah, no, that's
1: weird. I and I was eating other foods that I thought I liked there's this truffle mac and cheese that's available at this um restaurant down the way and I I love truffle and I love mac and cheese and I used to love that but when I really tried to analyze the flavor on first bite I was like oh hell yeah but then as I chewed it I'm like I don't like this food it's not that it was bad it wasn't repulsive but I was like "Mm, I wouldn't pick this again you know it was very strange it's it's like opening my mind to different flavors Wade and I we went out for wings and I was talking to him about this and it was just like I was like oh I'm so afraid I'm so afraid that when I eat these wings I'm not gonna like them and I did I did but I didn't like them a lot like I used to I was like I was doing I ate most of the wings but I was like this these wings are a little dry you know there's a there's a reason Buffalo Joe's puts them in a bowl of sauce is because the wings are just a little dry <laughs> I'm trying new foods nowadays and I'm just like I'm opening up to new experiences. And what it's doing is it's changing my entire relationship with eating in general. Like I now find myself looking forward to a meal as opposed to just snacks, because when I try snacks now, like they are not as rich and flavorful as I would like. They mm-hmm. they're 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 satisfying that craving that I used to chase, which is like an instant hit of flavor as opposed to like a depth of like a am I like I don't know if it's in me grown up or maybe like I should have had this realistic, maybe every other human in existence. Distance knows about this, and I'm I'm literally just an infantile child when it comes to eating food.
2: I just want to get a monthly segment where we get Mark's food updates, whether it's the bone broth <laughs> or the slowly savoring food or the just, I don't know. We need a monthly update of what Mark's new weird thing is he's doing with food. Yeah, listen, man,
0: food is interesting. Manny and I, for my birthday, went to a very fancy restaurant mm-hmm. in San Francisco called Palette. Yeah, and it's like very upscale. We did like the tasting menu. It was the the most extravagant like eating experience maybe i've ever had among them but i think it's the first time i've ever teared up over food which was interesting oh wow yeah most of the dishes is a preset tasty menu right so you get to pick a couple things basically they bring you like a couple appetizers a couple uh little like amuse bouche treat sort of things from the kit, and then they give you like an entree and a dessert and most of the stuff was good it was very good It was very fancy kind of these cool ingredients but one of the appetizers i got was this little like smoked salmon Thing and it was covered in like scales of like thinly sliced radishes. They set it in front of me and I looked at it and I was like, wow, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost didn't want to eat it. And then I took a bite and I, I like food. I've eaten a lot of food and I feel like I eat garbage, but I also appreciate good like quality food quality ingredients i took a bite and involuntarily one of my eyes just teared up and as i was eating it was just like all of these flavors it was a new experience yeah so i feel like i don't think that's that weird yeah i think the swallowing food whole thing maybe is kind of weird yeah i just have a vision of like child mark and the babysitter shows up at the door and your parents are like okay this is a weird thing you can't feed him anything that he couldn't swallow whole And the babysitter's like, what the fuck does that mean? And your parents just like, just cut it up, get small stuff, whatever it is. If he wants to eat, that's fine. Just don't feed him anything that he would choke on if he mm. didn't chew it. Yeah. And the babysitter's like, okay, yeah, whatever. And like two hours later, Mark's like, I want a snack. And the babysitter's like, there's some like fruit in the kitchen. There's an apple. Grab an apple. Uh-huh. Mark goes to the kitchen, faces down the apple, and is like, mm, my biggest challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I've never eaten an apple before. <laughs> It's not as wide as my neck. It'll fit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had a thick neck even as a child. But you're not far off from the truth. I just didn't realize how much this spilled over. And it, and it made me realize like Amy took me out for our anniversary dinner and we had Wagyu, which is if you don't know what Wagyu is, it's like this very, very, very expensive uh, beef from Japan. And my biggest complaint, I think I told you guys about it, was like, oh but you know, I'd rather have a 16 ounce ribeye versus four ounces of Wagyu. I probably didn't even taste the Wagyu.
0: Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I
1: think I just choo-choo-choo and then gone, and I'm like, mm, that was okay.
0: Oh, I you, know! You, you got a four-ounce wagyu steak, and in the back of your mind, you were like, "If we weren't in public, I could absolutely swallow this whole." But Amy's here. Amy's here. I'll pretend. I'll pretend, and you like cut it into pieces. Yeah,
1: you guys don't know, but in my day-to-day life before this revelation, I had an Iron Man overlay that was constantly analyzing what I could swallow whole. See a vending machine, being like,
0: "Hmm, I
1: know I could swallow everything in the vending machine, but how about the machine
0: itself?" I think it might have been a little buggy. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, wait, if you have any revelations you want to talk about, it seems only fair to extend the offer.
2: I, I, I'm a little concerned that maybe there's a, I think that there's a happy middle in how long you should
0: choose. Dude, we could have a two hour episode. People would love it. We don't even have to. I I have a topic, but it's not, I'll be honest. It's not amazing. It's only Okay. (laughs) Uh, we'll see where it goes, but uh, we, I'm happy to talk about Mark's food and revelations. Anything? Yeah, I just wonder, Mark, have you tried it with bone broth
2: yet? I, I have not had <laughs> bone broth. Literally, this happened <laughs> like a
1: week ago. I'm not joking. That's wild. I've, I thought you had like at least two bone broths a day. N- I, I mean, I do enjoy bone broth, but it's different with soups because I went out and we had shabu shabu and like the broth itself, like it's hard to like hold broth in your mouth because it's hot. Yeah,
2: just swirl it around like you're uh, like you're rinsing your mouth, out with mouthwash, just <laughs> gargle cool. it a little bit. Like a
1: sommelier. I love going to a soup tasting and and then you eat the soup that everyone spits into the bucket afterwards. That's the best soup.
0: It has all the flavors of all the soups. It's like eating every great soup at once. I know! It saves time and energy.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know when humans started kissing or exchanging saliva, but maybe the real trick is have someone else savor your food for you and then spit it into your mouth and then you savor it for a while and swallow it.
1: You know, that's the truth. That is the hard truth right there. that is the
2: absolute truth come back next week everyone and we'll find out how mark likes having his food chewed for him and spat into his mouth after being savored for 30 seconds you know i heard bezos has a food trier
0: (laughs) that exact system (laughs) orders up whatever food shows up food trier takes a bite looks at jeff thumbs up thumbs down Uh if thumbs up jeff opens to receive and the uh the food taster yeah mama birds it right on in there yeah jeff couldn't
1: go to space before all of his pre-chewed food was packed up in there <laughs> Like opens a tub for the other astronauts. he's like hey you want a treat
0: one, one of the crew for that that had the whole backstory they were actually just bezos's food taster in case he wanted a space treat <laughs> like, he didn't know what's gonna be like in space maybe you get real hungry in zero gravity yeah microgravity whatever you know
1: i probably would be the best food taster because i would swallow it all whole and that way it'd be nice and ready for him you know it wouldn't be too you soft just
0: keep it. all right what'd you what'd you swallow for this flight a granola bar a whole bag of chips <laughs> uh a steak if he's feeling fancy <laughs> Get up there, Jeff is like, mm, chips. You're like, oh, of course, scratchy <laughs> chips. All right, hang on a sec. <laughs>
1: I like that I've got such great control of my esophagus and stomach that I can just sort things around and get them up at random.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: I am a human vending machine.
2: I also like the begrudging chewer who's, oh, God, of course, that's what he wants. That's what he wants.
0: Never wants the Jello cup back. <laughs> nice and easy. Get that one out. No, he wants the chips. Oh, God. He wants the the breadstick. You know how long those (laughs) things are? (laughs) He wants the breadstick. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I am the host, and I do declare. That's enough of that. All right. I'm glad you're having, I'm glad you're enjoying food, Mark, though. That sounds like quite a, a change in your experience. It is. It sounds like he's not. He hates most of the food he used to like. No, yeah, but that's bl- legit, though. You don't have to like everything. Yeah, but I'm liking things
1: that I, I didn't usually used to appreciate. do you yeah, I could go on about it. I, I won't I won't keep blabbering. I'll give you an update. When no, I what something. about
2: tacos? I need to know. I haven't had a chance to have a taco yet. Oh, okay. I need to find out how bad they are. Have a taco. Oh, man. Ooh, If you don't like, ta- if you savor a taco and you hate it, mm-hmm. it's going to shatter something. I'm so hopeful. It, it might, it might. Uh, but there's so many different
1: types of tacos that you can't. And I, I'll, I'll say one thing. We went to kind of like this uh, hipster Mexican place mm. um, while I was in Cincinnati, and I just got like the chips and salsa trio because I had gone to Cracker Barrel to see if it was still my favorite food. It's still good. I still liked it. Oh, okay. But I think it wasn't exactly the richest flavor, but it was so familiar mm. that I still loved it. And and we got the sauce trio, and it was like you know like normal red salsa, green salsa, and then there was this like super fancy peanut based uh like puree with pumpkin seeds on the top and it was like really fancy ordinarily i would just go for the red and the green and at first try i dipped in the peanut one and i tasted it and i was like okay it wasn't very good and then i realized i didn't actually chew it and then i went to the red and green and then i went back to the peanut one and i was just like oh my god this is amazing like it it took me a second because i had to shift my brain into the right gear to be like oh i need to actually taste this and not just hork it down because it was just chips and ordinarily it's like such a habit for me to do that anyway i'm I'm not going to blabber on about this, but it's just like, it is strange. Things change. It is interesting. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll give an update. I'll give a, I'll give, I'll make a feature. I'll make a, I'll make a, you know, one of my, um, uh, my. One of your intros. I'll, I'll make one of those for, uh, for my, my meal updates. Actually, this one would work for it because it's in a world full of darkness that's the greatest news one i
2: turned around and then behind me
0: was a plate of beets (laughs) 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 i want to make so many of those i love making them (laughs) okay listen Mm. i'm gonna steer this very slightly in a direction and we'll see where it goes Mm -hmm. today's topic is uh, maybe it's more of a prompt things kids do where they think they're outsmarting their parents Mm -hmm. and this is inspired by a memory that i had i forget if i talked about this with you guys or who it's 2002 I'm in middle school. It's a school night and I'm in my bedroom. The rules in my house were I didn't get a TV in my room. Some of my friends had that. I didn't have that growing up. I was allowed a radio in my room, but had to be off by a certain time. Oh, weird. I was supposed to be in bed and asleep, you know, lights out quiet at a set time. I think it was like 930 or something. It was not super early, not super late, middle of the road. It's like a Wednesday night and I'm in my room and I've got my backstreet boys cd and my britney spears cd oh yeah and my little cd player in my bedroom and i've pulled it it's usually on my dresser i've pulled it over onto my bed and i've turned the volume way down and i've pulled the covers over i've got backstreet boys in there right now and i'm jamming out yeah. having a great time it's like 10 15 10 16 p.m living it up and i hear from down the hall Squeak. my parents door opens steps down the hall coming to my door coming to check as they get closer very casually click Turn off the CD player. Pull the lights, the little pull cord on the light next to my bed. Perfectly silent. I hear my parents lean up to my door, have a listen. Maybe they heard the CD, they don't know. I hear my door open and squeak just a little. And, I, and then, the, you know, that little sh- sliver of light shoots across the floor. Yeah. I'm perfectly still silent. I'm asleep, Mm -hmm. nothing is happening. The parent buys it, door closes. They walk back down, close their door, go watch their TV, Uh which they have in their bedroom, which doesn't seem very fair. Turn the CD back on, continue jamming out to Backstreet Boys. Adult successfully duped. They have no idea. Uh Let me tell you the story from my parents' perspective. (laughs) My dad is in the bathroom doing whatever, brushing his teeth, getting ready. He leans out the hallway and he hears from my room like, He's anyway, like, fucking Bob's listening to the goddamn CD again. Comes down the hallway. He hears click Gets to my door and is like, Okay, well he's pretending to be asleep. Leans in, yeah. looks and is like and he's laying still, he's doing it correctly. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna engage with this. I'm just gonna let him do uh-huh. He leaves, closes the door, goes back, walks in, to- says to my mom, he's listening to CDs. He's gonna be grumpy in the morning. He's staying up late. <laughs> do we do And mom is like, no, 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 not tonight. Can't tonight. And my parents proceed to watch the news and go to bed. I think I am a stealth mastermind. Right. My parents think I'm a moron who's gonna be sleepy tomorrow. How many times in your life do you think this has happened? A lot. Is there anything that you as a kid oh, yeah. thought you were just the smartest super spy and got away with? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that was my entire life. Uh-huh. But anyway, that's my, <laughs> that's, my, my, that's my presentation. Best to that. Yeah. I challenge you.
1: I've, I've got one that's very similar, but you know, I wait, if you've got one too, I've kind of hogged the time today.
2: <laughs> um, I didn't really have to be all that sneaky. Cause my mom was like super chill with pretty much any, I mean, she wanted to like take me to the strip club the first time. And she was like, oh, if you want to try pot, like my mom was just like, chill. She's Man. like, if you want to do stuff, I don't care. Cause I was a good kid and I got good grades and stuff. So like I had very few actual rules mm. and I got in trouble, like maybe three times ever that I remember. Mm. So I didn't really have to be sneaky. I do remember, um, I can't remember if it was my my nephews or who it was used to like try to push limits. They had like this toy this like um this little like cowboy toy thing and they would intentionally like spill something on the table and then like they'd be like did you spill that and they'd be like no it was i forgot the fucking cowboy's name it was like it was cowboy mitchell mitchell spilled it and like oh okay well is mitchell gonna clean it up oh i don't know i see like i don't know but he would always like try to push limits and then blame it like on his toy and like the parent would play along or whatever and the parent very obviously knew what was going on but i guess they just want to see how far this would go and it went for a while like at least a couple months probably where they were just like doing different things yeah. i'm trying to I, i'll have to think on if i ever had to try to get away with something because like i said normally i was just like my mom was disappointed that i wasn't more evil yeah
1: i got a quick one it's a very short story but i used to play world of warcraft a lot as a kid and uh i had a bedtime of course because my dad very strict about bedtimes and um my guild was raiding it was like the first raid it was molten core i was really excited about it because I just hit level 60 I was ready to go I was part of it and I was just like I was so into it but they raided at 10 o'clock at night mm. so that was my bedtime so I made a big plan I was gonna go to bed early I was gonna be like hey dad I'm going to bed I'm ready for uh getting up early on a Saturday <laughs> like don't you worry about me I'm gonna be at it because like the bedtime didn't matter if it was weekend or a weekday it was just like it was the same because he was like oh, uh, that's insane. Cons- well because so his, 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 his philosophy of If I stayed up late on the weekend, then Monday like my whole sleep schedule was going to be shot, so I might as well keep it consistent. Which makes logical sense, but also was kind of strict. That's mean. Imagine having a bedtime. (laughs) At 9.30, I was like, I'm going to bed, I'm going to, and then I, I, like, I go to bed, and he goes to bed at 10 o'clock too, so, you know, he falls asleep. And so, you know, when all the lights go out in the house, I sneak downstairs, much in the similar way that I did to sneak out of the house, but this was Mm -hmm. prior to that, I think. Um, and I sneak down to the basement, and I start playing. Like, I log in. I'm down in the basement. Once I'm down the basement, I feel like I'm fine. You know, I got headphones. It's not like I'm blasting sound anyway. And I get into Molten Core and it's fantastic. You know, it's wonderful. Like we beat the first boss, you know, it's great. We're going off to the third one. But as we go off to the third one, I hear someone walking downstairs from above me, just like the floorboards creaking like squeak, squonk, squeak. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) holy shit. So in my genius, what I did was because I I didn't want to let down my guild either because I was a tank, you know, I was Mm -hmm. kind of important. So I set myself to auto-run into a wall to make it look like I was disconnecting. Mm -hmm. And so I just set myself to auto run into a wall. I turned off my monitor. I couldn't turn off the light because it was too far away. There was no way that I could do that. But I turned off the monitor to the computer and I ran around, we had this like little bar area and behind it, you know, there were some cabinets underneath for storage. And I didn't even know if there was something in there but I opened the cabinet and I just shoved myself in there and I slammed the door and I just held my breath and I heard the footsteps stepping down the basement stairs like squeak squonk squeak squonk and i heard my dad peer around the corner and he called my name and i just was in this dark cupboard like harry potter under the stairs ass cupboard and it was like just i was so cramped in there because there was like bottles and shit around me that if i moved they would clank <laughs> um and i heard him like walk up to the bar which i'm behind and i heard him looking around calling my name again it's <laughs> just real creepy like he's like mark you know? <laughs> And he creeps around the bar area and like I said Harry Potter under the stairs. There was that storage I was not in there. I was in a cabinet under the bar I hear him like gingerly open the door and peer into there and uh, he's like hmm And then he closes his door walks (laughs) out and goes back upstairs and I was like oh I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and I get out of there and I go to my computer and I try to log back in, but I see that I've been kicked out of the raid group because obviously like, you know, I'm like, ah shit. Well I can't come back. And so I go upstairs. My dad is waiting at my bedroom door for me. Whoops. <laughs> so like And what I realized was I was not sneaky at all because as I must have sprinted underneath, he must have heard like a cryptic going like <laughs> <laughs> Like, so he knew something was down there. (laughs) And you know, he's a smart guy, he figured that I had to come up eventually. So yeah, I got, I got in a lot of trouble for that. I didn't raid for a that's, while. <laughs>
0: that's really funny. Yeah. I love that from your perspective, it's like a vignette from like a horror movie. Yeah. Oh my God, it was. You're just in the darkness of the closet and your dad's outside just like, Mark.
1: Dude, it- like, Where are you? i not lying. I can feel the anxiety that I felt that night <laughs> right now. Just like remembering being in that cupboard. I don't even see it as a memory from inside the cupboard. I see it as a memory from me looking, seeing the basement room around and out there. of
2: body experience oh yeah. yeah oh my
1: god that was terrifying
2: i like how we justify all the noise we make and assume that they just can't hear us yeah. the two things you guys stories have in
0: common is you made a yeah. fuck ton of noise and you're both like nah no way they heard that no i mean way. that's dude that's how kids are though like so one that feeling that anxiety feeling of like hiding yeah this is gonna sound creepy and i'll expand on this i still do that just for the rush i think because uh-huh. i'm still a huge child yeah because my job is this of course but uh also So kids are so noisy. I worked in a school after college, before I, I went to law school, I worked in a K through 12 public school and kids that's how kids are man they think sound doesn't travel beyond their own ears or something yeah the high school kids in the school that I worked at were difficult middle school and high school kids are terrible middle school kids are mean high school kids think they're adults and they're a-holes but the the K through like five kids are hilarious mm. I love those kids and they're really funny their parents are tough to deal with but the kids like I worked in the front office right I wasn't a teacher I was a staff at the school I worked in the office mm-hmm. and like there's a hallway to the door to the office and you would hear like two kids got sent to the office to get in trouble, right? So they're coming down and you just hear them like, put in your bag, man, no, you hide it. And then they walk in and they're like stone silent. And I look at them and I'm like, what are you hiding? We ain't hiding nothing. (laughs) I fucking like... You were 10 feet away from me around a corner through an open door talking about hiding something Uh in your backpack. I'm going to pretend like I'm figuring this out like a detective Uh so that you're so shy. But like kids have no concept and I mean they're kids what are you gonna do yeah. but so the other thing I, mm-hmm. the anxiety of like hiding thing I don't know if anyone else does this I did this like as recently as last week do you ever just like hide somewhere hide somewhere like so Mandy and I live together mm-hmm. right and I can our house uh, the floors don't creak but like you can kind of tell when someone's walking around you can kind of hear movement in the house sure and so I can tell if Mandy's like coming over to my area of the house if I'm streaming or if I'm in the bedroom or whatever if we're, if we're separate and like sometimes I'll hear her coming and it's a time where I'm like oh it's about to me lunch she's probably coming to ask what we should do for lunch or you know she's she's probably looking for me or whatever and i'll just like pick a spot i don't hide in a cabinet i'm not that small anymore but i'll just like pick a spot around the corner and so you know she'll come and be like hey hey honey you oh and like she'll think i'm not in the room but i am in the room oh yeah <laughs> i'm just around the corner it's that same feeling of like "Ooh, is she gonna look over here <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even know and you like peek around the corner you know you peek one eye around the corner and you're like yeah she's there yeah huh i still do that at any given opportunity and not in like a creepy way maybe it is creepy but just for the rush of it mm-hmm. does anyone do that
2: is that just me am i just a weird kid i drive over to my mom's house and i go inside and i just pick a cupboard to hide in for no reason I Didn't even know i'm there yeah i was about to say i thought i was the only one yeah i went over to cincinnati
1: this past um weekend and i didn't tell anyone i was gonna show up until i was there it was great
2: <laughs> yeah fucking wednesday night i get a from from Mark and all it's, I'm in the middle of a stream. And I looked down at my phone, I'm like, oh, Mark's texting me. I wonder what's up. And all it says is I'm close, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh no, it's meant for Amy. I was like <laughs> close to my house, close to the breaking point, close to what? <laughs> no,
1: I, I really thought like, cause I, I followed up with I'm closer <laughs> with a ne- my next one. And I really thought about committing to the bit and just going to his house and taking a picture from the outside and sending it to him. <laughs>
2: I really considered it, but I was that so. That would be
0: so funny. I know. Man, I should have
2: done it. God, that would be so funny. And then you could have hidden and I could have had to look for you.
0: Exactly. Could have found the spare key and snuck inside. Oh, yeah. And then take pictures from inside
1: and then take pictures when you're sleeping and send it to you.
0: No, what you got to do is you got to sneak into Wade's house uh-huh. and just start pouring cups of water around the bases of all the toilets. Oh, fucking God damn it! No. <laughs> you know, Wade walks into a dark bathroom, flicks the lights on, and there's like 16 ounces of water on. The floor and he's like no yeah you're new is the new is the you guys remember when wade's toilet leaked water for like two years straight yes i did just
2: this year i had to replace all the toilets it happened again this year dude my mind was blown
1: because i was on tiktok just browsing and i saw someone in a drowned man shirt and it was just like they were doing a completely different bit not related they were just wearing it casually and i'm like oh my oh my god oh Oh my god that's cool yeah it's very weird. Yeah. I have another one in relation to your original topic, and then I have a follow up one that is only tangentially related. It's not a follow up. Wow!
0: Wow! Well, even... let, well, let's get let's let Wade get an elbow. All right. Okay. You got anything, Wade? I'm here to win.
2: Goody two shoes. No, I, I, I I've been I've been thinking on it. but I mean, all I can really think of is stuff that other people have done. I I myself did not have to be sneaky. You've never hidden from
0: anyone. Well, ever? yeah I
2: mean I do that kind of stuff. Like Molly will come in and, like grab my ankle whenever I'm streaming a horror game, so I'll try to like <laughs> sneak around to scare her and stuff. Stuff Like that, but that's really just like us being evil to each other. How does she get in? Well, my door is wide open, oh, so okay. she walks that's in.
0: That's pretty funny, actually. I like that. But well,
2: she usually gets on all fours and crawls, and then so that way I can't <laughs> yeah. see her because my headphones are pretty good. I usually have my volume way up, especially when I'm doing horror games, so that way, like scare notifications and stuff really loud. Uh-huh. So yeah. she can walk down the stairs without me really noticing. And so, usually, yeah, she can get in here without me having any idea. And I don't know how long she waits, I have no idea, uh-huh. but I'll be playing a horror game for a while, and then like somehow she knows when it's like at its Tensest moment and it's not like a light tap or any of the noise it's just there's a hand grabbing my ankle uh-huh. out of nowhere it's so fucking scary every time what time she should just bite your leg <laughs> <laughs> it would probably kick her and like break her teeth <laughs> worth it yeah and then i'd be the one in trouble
1: <laughs> yeah well don't you deserve it yeah don't you deserve it did you ever think about that i don't know
0: if there's anything i've learned about being married it's that i'm wrong mm. and i deserve this yeah Pretty much. Mandy, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. That was wrong to
1: say. Hmm, interesting. I deserve this. Okay, so I have I have another one. This is when I was even younger. I think it was in like fourth grade. No, it was fifth grade because I was at Maine. I was participating in the egg drop. Competition. Wait, Mm. were were you at Maine?
2: Uh, Only for sixth.
1: Okay, all right. So I think it was fifth grade in Maine. And um, obviously my design sucked. Like at this point Mm. in my, I had just come into the public school system for a year. I'd been in like this private religious school for a while, Calvary Christian Academy. And then I came over to public school and so I didn't have any friends. And so the people that I was partnered up with didn't do any work. I was just like doing it on my own. Uh, It failed miserably and I was so sad, but I noticed that they kept the box of first place ribbons out on the stage behind us because we were on, (laughs) (laughs) in like the auditorium on the stage and the box was just sitting there. There was no one by the box. So I thought that if I moved slow enough and walked backwards towards it, I would be able to, without anyone knowing, because I could keep everyone like in view as I go over there, I, I slowly stepped backwards towards the table where the box was and I reached my hand, like my hands were stick by my sides, like just right down by my legs just like and I was walking backwards like a robot and then I kind of like gingerly lifted first my fingers then my hand and then my forearm and then my arm and I snaked my way over to the box and I like wasn't looking at it because I couldn't look at it because that would be too obvious Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. I I grabbed a ribbon and I snaked my arm back like a inspector gadget retracting his arm (laughs) and I stuffed it into my pocket in one smooth motion that completely crumpled the ribbon into my pocket and then my hand down back in my side and then I slowly walked forward back towards where they were doing the egg drop. This is how big of an idiot I am. There were people in the audience. Yeah. So the stage, you know, the, the the seats there for the audience watching the egg drop and then like the table is there at the front of the stage. The egg drop is at the back of the stage. So the front is where the table is. There were dozens of people that saw me slowly walk backwards like a freaking weirdo, snake my arm into the, the first place ribbon box and then stuff it in my pocket it, and then I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like for me, I thought it was so, I thought I was Drax, you know, it's just if I moved slow enough, no one could possibly see what I was doing.
2: So for you, like the James Bond theme is playing, and for them, the Benny Hill theme is playing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, you just know, all the kids in the audience saw that and were like, wow, smooth. smooth. So brave. <laughs> wow, look at this guy. And then all the teachers in the audience were just like, wow.
1: Sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's let him keep it. They all looked at each other and like silently nodded. Yeah, yeah. Her guy's probably never won a thing in his life. Let him keep it. It's meaningless anyway. He can have one.
1: I think that's exactly what happened because I was did that, so, so, so sad. Did you just keep it. I did. no one stopped me. But I realized <laughs> because when I went back there and I turned and looked, there were people looking at me in the audience. Just like, oh. <laughs> 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 they they can't know. And oh, I remember when I when I when I got picked up by my dad from this, uh, from school that day. He asked how the egg drop went and I just nodded my head. Like, I didn't speak out <laughs> loud how it did, and I slowly reached into my pocket and I pulled out this really crumpled first place, I just <laughs> handed it to him, and, <laughs> like, he said, Oh! a good, uh, good job! <laughs> and I just <laughs> nodded my head and looked straight forward in the car. <laughs>
0: you moved like you did when you were stealing the exactly. ribbon the whole rest of the day yes. every movement was just like
2: w- yeah, here overwhelming guilt writing yes down on you. the guilt was the hardest part you did like wrestling and stuff too do you have any wrestling <laughs> do you have any wrestling trophies that are like the r- wrong name is on there it's like oh michael thomas first place i like, no, this is my trophy dad i got this one i heard <laughs> i reached into my pocket i pulled in a crumpled metal trophy <laughs> and just it to him <laughs> Someone else's name engraved on <laughs> the front.
0: You pull out the crumpled metal trophy and you shake it and it reinflates to a full metal three-dimensional trophy. Like, yep, that's mine.
2: Yeah, hell of a
1: yeah. trick. Yeah, you were at the meet, Dad, but uh I actually won it.
0: Remember how I was on my back and he was on top of me and the guy's like, one, two, three, and then raise the other kid's hand. That was all just a joke. I won that. <laughs>
2: Sounds like we're getting scarily close to reality here. Oh my god. When you said good job, I uh, I was looking (laughs) to try to find other interesting stories since I didn't really have any about the kids thing. I came across this, like, things parents should never say to their kids. Mm -hmm. Guess what the number one thing on this list is that you should never say to a kid? I love you. You're not far off. It's not, I love you. It's I'm proud of you. What? (laughs) Instead, this psychologist argues, instead of giving them blanket statements of encouragement, you should just say, good for you. Instead.
0: Oh (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) This is a serious article. That is the most passive aggressive
2: shit I've ever heard Oh my god Instead of making your child feel responsible for your parental pride Responsible for your <laughs> What does that even mean Oh, the second thing on the list is good job uh, good job uh, why is this uh good for you love something your child did it's far more helpful for encouragement building self-esteem if you focus on how they achieve whatever they accomplished. Uh-huh. so instead of saying good job say you got all a's you must have worked really hard uh-huh. i liked the way you passed the ball so your teammate could score uh-huh. <laughs> sounds like instead of shooting the ball
0: i'm proud of you for not shooting the ball yourself i know that it's apparent to a kid so like some level of condescension is built into that interaction i guess but that has got to be the most condescending shit i've ever heard that's hilarious you pay pay up your kid like yeah i won my race i won at the track meet today i won my race wow i like the way you ran so fast that you finished first Good for you. (laughs) Fuck. God. Even a kid would pick up how cutting that is. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Kids aren't nearly as stupid as we think we are, but they're also just as stupid as we think we are. They are. We are.
0: I think if you want to tell your kid that you're proud of them, that's fine. Mm -hmm. You just have to really cut that with making sure that when you're not proud of them, you also let them know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well,
2: uh, if that's how you feel, Bob, then good for you. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Don't worry, this doctor, Dr. Pickhart, told me to say that to you. It'll make you feel better. Damn,
0: that's really deflating, even from you to me, which is not (laughs) a meaningful conversation about anything.
2: Being told by my grandparents and parents were proud of me is like one of the best things I had growing up. Uh I I leaned onto that sometimes. If I was like, I did this thing, guys, I finally, my first time I ever got straight A's, good for you.
0: (laughs) I like the way you did what you were supposed to and got straight A's, honey. Yeah. (laughs) Good for you. For
1: some reason, my parents have been replaced by Bob's head, and he's just like,
0: good for you. Oh, (laughs) wow. (laughs) <laughs> dude if i had ever done anything that made my parents proud i would have probably loved hearing them tell me they were proud of me instead of just hey good for you i didn't even say that anything i ever did was probably pretty bad or pretty stupid as a kid and they were just like get in the car now robert you will never live up <laughs> to the expectations we had for you when you were born hey listen my brother's the good kid i'm the funny one mm-hmm. so that's what i got all right that's fair. It's all i have So no one better ever say anyone else is funnier than me because that's the only thing I have. (laughs) Oof. I have okay, so you've got nothing that sucks.
1: I've got one more thing that I'm gonna <sighs> so tangentially related, but I got to say it because Sorry, it's, Bob good for it's you. To- <laughs> oh,
0: oh, oh.
2: Thanks,
1: You're welcome. it feels good. It's 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 slightly topical because I, I don't respect either party in this But you know, there was a recent cryptocurrency thing and the reason I'm, I'm gonna relate this is because like it's like New money trying to be smarter than old money But but also crypto creates some of the funniest fails I've ever seen there was recently a squ- Squid Game Cryptocurrency. I forget if it was an NFT or if it was just a straight up cryptocurrency, but it was this token that was supposed to be, you can buy it, but you can't sell it for three years. Like it was locked up until 2024. Mm. And it was recently up to apparently a market cap of $2 trillion. And then in literally a minute, like less seconds, it went from like a $4 per token to zero. Oh, man. Just zero. And what this is called is a rug pull when the makers of this cryptocurrency cashed out because they control it and no one <laughs> like It's a just a fucking scam and so everyone got all their money that they put into this token ripped away now That's not saying two trillion got put into it I think it was something in the range of a couple million Sure, but still a lot of people lost a lot
0: of money Yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm no I'm no crypto expert, but basically someone created that coin. They kept the majority of the coins, mm-hmm. which were valueless, yep. until they got people to buy them yes. on the market, which created yes. value per token, which created the cap. Yes. But then someone owned what was previously valueless code was now worth $4 or whatever. Yeah. I don't think that's legal. I have no idea what laws or regulations cover this. That seems so illegal. It definitely
1: would be if crypto was illegal in any way regulated, which, you know, if you ask crypto people, they're like, that's the whole point of crypto. So it's not regulated. But then you ask anyone else who's able to trade this on the open market
0: and now it's getting legitimacy. But they're that's like, still Fraud. Like, that's actually just fraud. Maybe. They advertised something where they were like, buy this. No one can sell these things. They will be valuable investments for a minimum of three years. They cannot be traded or sold or whatever. Uh And then they violated what was fundamentally the only term of anyone's agreement to invest in it. Uh That seems like regular old fraud to me. That seems so fucking illegal. Probably. But hey, they got away with it. Good for them. Yeah, you know what? That's how it works. They got the money good for them. Oh
1: my god, there was another- I'm proud of them. No,
0: I'm not proud of them. I forgot the rule.
1: There was- There was was someone that, like, I don't know if it was because of this or something else, but it was someone that had their cryptocurrency stolen, and so they tasked these other people to help track it down because they offered, and they were like, we can help get it back, we'll split whatever we get back. They got it back, and then they just took all the cryptocurrency and ran with it. (laughs) Like, and so this guy- Posted a letter that was just like a handwritten letter that was like, please, if you know anything about this, contact me at this. And then someone took a picture of that letter and made an NFT about it and sold it for $100. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god, that, that, that's so messed up. <laughs> i know right dude nfts are wild man we should i don't know what they are or why they're worth any money at all but apparently they're worth either five or nine million dollars yeah apparently are nfts the things that are killing the rainforest everyone's all mad about or is that Uh, and i think we should just take some pictures of our elbows or something and uh make some distractible nfts because i want some of that free money they're printing man yeah free money
1: free money just out of thin air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, couldn't
2: we sell a picture of distract-
0: each distractable episode or something?
1: Yeah, we could sell an MP3 I think.
0: Yeah, each episode is actually an individual NFT. Yeah, that's the oh. ticket. Oh, yeah.
2: Yep. How much are yeah. each of our episodes worth as NFTs? <sighs> Nothing. Nothing. But they exist. Nothing right now, anyway. Well, that means we could tell them it's worth something, right? Isn't that the way this is working? That's what all currency is. It's just us. It, it, it interpreted value. It's what we apply to it. It's what's We all agree what something is worth. Oh, then each episode's worth at least a million dollars. Oh, sure.
0: Probably, yeah. Makes sense to me. Sure.
2: Who's buying out there? Chat, audience, listener, viewers, listen. (laughs) Yes, chat. Keep trying. Keep going. Our ecstatic, uh, grest.
1: (laughs) Grest. You landed on grests.
2: I put guests and breasts together Uh and I couldn't get away from it. Uh Well, uh,. Who's paying? You you get a commemorative thank you. You get a commemorative thank you? (laughs) What does that
0: even mean? (laughs) That's all I have to offer, man. It's a unique commemorative thank you. Oh, right. It's
2: kind of like stealing a first place ribbon, Mark. You can take Uh, the commemorative thank you. You can put it in your pocket. Crumple it up.
1: Uncrumple it.
0: Hand it to your dad while you stare dead face straight forward on the car ride home from school. (laughs) And then he'll say, wow. Good for you.
1: Yeah. Good for you. Good for we.
0: As the host, I feel it is my responsibility to pretend that I was keeping track of points this whole time and now decide who wins. Mm. Uh No segue into the end, just crashing into it. Okay. Like the disaster that it is. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Wade didn't really contribute anything. That is accurate. For like the first two thirds of the whole thing. Mark had a lot of great stories, funny interactions. I had an easy childhood. Good for me. Yeah. Wade was just a boring old goody two shoes. But for traumatizing me for the rest of my life and putting it into my head that I'm definitely at some point later in my life with my kids going to remember this and just one time to them be like, good for you, buddy, just to see what happens. I think Wade wins.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I say this is bullshit. I protest.
0: Mark really carried the load. Mark bared his soul, told a lot of great personal stories, anecdotes, but you know what? Good job, Mark. Yeah. Good for you, Mark. (laughs) Good for you.
2: Oh, God. Or I mean, uh, Mark, you managed to have the best stories and still
0: lose. You must have not tried hard enough. Uh, yeah, I really like the way that you told all those stories in a way that made me not want to make you win somehow.
2: Uh, uh, Good for you, buddy. Okay, thank you. Mark, I like how you dropped the ball so that your friend
0: Wade could win. Okay. Good for you. Thank you. And yeah, so do you have a, a like a victory speech or anything, Wade? Do you feel like you deserve this, earned it, worked hard for? it?
2: Yeah, if you want to have the best kids ever, uh set no rules, just tell them you're proud of them all the time and then they'll get straight A's and end up like me. And if not, then well, there's always the church steps. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> The Count Frollo approach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frollo. Yeet. Wait, that's a person that you'll. Dude, Frollo. Frollo. French people only live once. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about Frollo, but it always makes me want those chocolate caramel things, the Rolos. Never hear that name.
0: All I can think of when we talk about Frollo is the song where he sings about wanting to have sex with Esmeralda. Oh yeah. And the end where he's all, "She will be mine, mm-hmm. or she will." Ah! And it's just fire. <laughs> My favorite part of that movie it's about sex that song's about sex with esmeralda kids movie everybody yeah exactly mm-hmm.
2: so either she gets to have sex with him or be lit on fire yeah, that's yeah. It. Uh-huh. she will be his or she will ah she will ah how hot's the fire mm, not fire hot it's as hot as fire gets yeah. fire temperatures is the hottest fire mm-hmm. is it blue or green uh, <laughs> I, don't I don't think it's know. either of those
0: i don't think i don't think green is an indication is of temperature it yellow <laughs> nope Nope. Keep guessing. There's only so many colors fire can be. Mm-hmm. Um, is the hottest fire a, like, uh, a pink flame? N- no. No. This isn't fun anymore.
2: I just, I'm, is, doesn't the fire, isn't fire different? You made him the winner. White. You made him, you made white, hot, this guy white, the winner. White hot fire. White is the hottest. Hottest this, with a four instead of an E. This is done. Color. Nope. It's white blue is even hotter
0: than white apparently i choose not to believe you that's the end of the episode awesome thank you so much for listening to distractible make sure you follow and or subscribe and or plus us on whatever your favorite podcast app is then you'll always know when there's a new episode which you should know anyway because it's always on mondays Mm. stupid Mm -hmm. that's right Good for you. You know when it is now. Uh, thank you. I like how you hosted this complete mess of an
2: episode, Bob, and guided us to an ending. Don't do it.
1: I have a mission for people at home. Oh? If you enjoy Distractable and you want to help spread the word of Distractable, pick your favorite episode and play it for someone when you're in a car ride with someone to make their journey more enjoyable, and then tell them, whisper in their ear that there are more episodes available on your favorite podcasting site.
2: Maybe delete all the songs off of their phone or listening device and just put Distractible episodes so they have
0: to listen to us, maybe invest in buying a mountain of old iPhones and putting nothing on them but possibly Spotify or whatever, Apple Podcasts, and downloading an episodes of our podcast and leave them around, <laughs> plugging them into people's cars or Bluetooth <laughs> speakers or whatever, just playing distractible and as many speakers as you can get the phones attached to. Mm-hmm. And you could just leave them, you could hide them, and you can leave them with their own battery or plug them into a power source so they just play forever.
1: Or if it's someone's first set as like a DJ or something, they queue up a nice song to get people hyped and then as the beat drops they just play an episode of distractible and then the crowds gonna go wild
2: it's gonna be oh
1: yeah,
2: maybe work as a volunteer or get yourself into like a student council position So you have access to an intercom in your school and just play distractible over the intercom Or if you're the principal or someone who works there Just put distractible episodes over the teaching lessons Because it's much more important to listen to us than it is to learn your lesson If someone actually
1: hacks their school intercom to play distractible I will make an entire video about it You heard it here, folks No, I don't want to encourage it No, yeah
2: I don't want to encourage it, actually be,
0: be delinquent
2: Break the rules (laughs) Rules. Oh, God. Hacked man. everything. In other news, 10 students across three states were recently suspended for hacking their school intercoms after being told to do so by these three assholes. Oh, yeah. I didn't you know, say to do it. You guys were. I didn't, right. say,
0: I didn't, say, to I didn't do say to do anything, it. it was all Wade. Uh, was you're all guilty weird. by association. We are one distractible. This girl. is the end of the episode now. Thank you, Mark, for being here. Thank you, Wade, for being here. You can find Mark at Markiplier on, you know, YouTube, Twitter. Good for us. You can find Wade at LordMinion777 on YouTube or Minion777 on Twitch. I'm on Facebook. Facebook mice germ you'll never spell it good luck that's the end good for you thank you listeners good for you for listening to distractible good for you podcast out